It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the moment last. Just kick Welcome down. to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist, certified nutrition specialist, Today's show about ADHD, you know what that stands for? That stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, and some people just call it ADD. This is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and therapeutic nutrition counseling. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a great show. Well, good morning to you, Dar. Good morning. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It is. We have the sun shining. It's a little chilly here in Minneapolis, St. Yep. Paul, but it's going to be a good day. <laughs> uh, so my name is Katie Harla, and I am a licensed and registered dietitian. And I want to share a life-changing story from my Nutrition for Weight Loss series that I recently taught in Wyzetta. So it was a really good group um, that we had, and it was just a really fun, energetic group. But um, from from somebody taking the class, the comment was, she actually said, she said, my arthritis has improved so much. I haven't had a joint injection or severe pain since I started the class. I would recommend this class to anyone who wants to reduce their pain level. So getting rid of arthritis pain, not from a pill or an injection, but from just changing your food choices. It's really kind of a small miracle. Again, it is a small miracle. It sure is. Yes, it is. So joining us today is another familiar and friendly voice. It's Joanne Rideout. Yes. My name's Joanne Rideout. I'm a licensed and registered dietitian also, and I have my own life-changing story. So for over 20 years, I've had off-and-on flare-ups of intense back and leg pain and spasms. You know the kind where you can't get out of bed in the morning. Sometimes I needed my husband to help me with that. I know you told me that one morning. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And often I I also had arthritis pain in my legs and hips. But after coming to work at Nutritional Weight and Wellness and following the Weight and Wellness way of eating for a few weeks, my back and leg pain stopped. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Recently I did have a flare-up. And and, what caused that, Joanne? And I figured out that that was from corn. I had always had a few corn chips here and there, small quantity, of course, Mm -hmm. but uh, realized I couldn't eat corn or corn chips anymore. And so that made your back pain come back. That made it worse. All right. So for some people, even corn is inflammatory. Absolutely. So I found that eating those occasional corn chips gave me back pain because of the inflammation it created in my body. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sometimes it would start out as a muscle pull or something like that, but then that would make it flare. So did you find any other foods that were probably things that would cause your yes. back to flare? I had already cut out gluten and grains. Mm-hmm. That's why the corn was surprising to me, okay. even after I cut out all those other things, so... Oh. Yes, definitely. And that's very similar to the story that Madeline tells. Yes, it yes. is. Her back pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. That it kind of came roaring back after she had some corn. So mm-hmm. very interesting. So it's kind of interesting. One of the things when I'm counseling people now, a lot of times I say, maybe we better stay away from the corn chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about even corn? a lot of ear corn sometimes. Right. Yes. So, Joanne, before you came to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, you worked at Courage Center for... 
25 years. Yes, I did. And you must have, (laughs) you saw a lot of people in pain. I did see a lot of in pain. So at that time, did you ever think that giving up bread and cereal could have such amazing results with your back? No. And, you know, I had heard of the anti-inflammatory diet for years, but it's kind of one of those ambiguous terms out there Mm -hmm. that people don't really know what it is. Um, I wish I had learned more about that in school, mm-hmm. my di- dietetic school, or even when I was working on my master's degree. It was and a term out there, but not really. So they really much. didn't talk about that. Mm-mm. No. But the good news is many people could have less pain if they ate an anti-inflammatory diet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's really important. I've often thought that, too, that I wish that you know some of the information we've learned now with inflammation and what can almost wreak havoc in the body with our food we would have known right in you know cuz i was in a clinical setting for a couple of years prior too sure. it would have been it would have been so would have been helpful so helpful yeah you know so some of you may be saying to yourself well i don't have any pain i just want to lose weight they're lucky people they're lucky people right <laughs> you know that is understandable and a good it's a great goal so you know let me read a few weight loss success stories from our nutrition for weight loss program so i think i think that's an interesting point Katie, because so many people that we see that come mm-hmm. into the nutrition yes. for weight loss, they really have a lot of health problems. They do, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when we sit down and talk to them, it's kind of gathering some goals, if if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and weight loss is up there, but a lot of people also, once they start to think about it, they're like, you know, I just kind of want to feel better too. Right. Well, I think there's a misconception that mm-hmm. if they lose weight, everything else is going to go that away. That is very, yeah, very good point. A lot of people tell me that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My knees would stop hurting if I just lost weight. Yeah. That's what we hear, right? Um, so one, you know, one class member said, this class was a good experience. I lost 14.8 pounds and 8.75 inches. That's good. That's great. great. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, an- another class member said, I am off allergy and anxiety medication and I lost 20 pounds and two pant sizes. Boy, that's amazing. That is amazing. That's Being great. off of an Allergy mm-hmm. and anxiety mm-hmm. medication absolutely mm-hmm. is really more important than the it, 20 yes, pounds. Absolutely. And <laughs> that's, really that's another comment we hear, too, that, you know, I just want to, you know, help get getting off some of my medication if I can. So here's another success story. I have had great success from following the plan. I lost 41 pounds and 25 inches. Wow. That wow. is a lot. Yeah, Amazing. that's so cool. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. So today we want to share our experience and knowledge about attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or what people call ADHD. You know, as a past special education teacher, back in my old days, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a licensed, I was actually a licensed learning disability teacher and an ADHD teacher. I remember those internships very well. (laughs) (laughs) So really, I understand this ADHD. You know, I understand that it's really a complicated brain-based problem. It's, It's really a neurological problem. Yes, it is. And as a parent of an ADHD child and as a dietitian, I understand that ADHD is a brain problem, but I also know how much the food choices can affect the brain, just as much as it does my back. Mm-hmm. I think that's a point maybe, Joanne. I think we should say that one more time for people because I think that that's pretty important for people to mm-hmm. realize. It's very important that I know my food choices affect my back, but also we know how much the food choices affect a child with ADD or ADHD. Or even an adult. Mm -hmm. Or an adult. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, if you're slamming sugar, 
Right. <laughs> right. And, you're, and you have ADHD. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not going to be better. <laughs> Sugar, chemicals, food dye. Yeah. It's amazing. So some people will experience the inflammation in their brain. Other people will experience the inflammation in their back or their joints. So yes. it, it yeah. really depends on the person. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so if you're a parent of a child with ADHD, you are not alone. Actually, anywhere between 5 to 10% of children have ADHD, and 35% of these children never graduate from high school, and 52% become addicted to alcohol or drugs. So really, it becomes a lifelong problem. You know, researchers have also found that over two-thirds of children diagnosed with ADHD will continue to have ADHD as adults. Makes sense because it, it's a brain course. problem. It's a brain problem. And it can be tied down to a food problem, too. So Definitely. just as there are many different types of back problems, you know, mm-hmm. we know that, mm-hmm. there are many different types of ADHD. You know, one common type is a spacey kid. Dre mm-hmm. mm-hmm. daydreams a lot. Right. Maybe a, a little depressed, can't seem to focus or stay focused, but really doesn't have any behavior problems at all. And as a past teacher, I I remember these kids, they could easily get lost in the classroom. Yes, they can. Or very anxious and embarrassed when a teacher asks them a question, they didn't hear it, and all of a sudden they were called upon. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's That's true. That's very hard for kids. I used to always kind of walk by a student that I knew was having that problem. Right. I got to touch them a little bit Mm -hmm. and bring them back before I would Mm -hmm. ask the question. Yes. Because I didn't want to embarrass them. Right, right. right. We must sense that in them. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Or there's the child who is hyperactive and impulsive, sometimes acts without thinking. They can come into a nutritionist's office, and often it's painful for them to sit in a chair. Oh, yeah, we've seen that. Very painful. They can be under the chair, on their mom's lap. They might need a snack. They might be fidgeting with a Game Boy or electronic Something. Some, or sometimes we give them a little doodle pad. Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> yes. <a> tree. <clears throat> right. Or there's the child or adult who is overfocused. You know, they can't shift their focus. And often they become so focused on one project or one task that when asked to change, they almost become kind of argumentative and yes. they often almost right. hold grudges. Right. Um, they recycle thoughts over and over and over. And often those thoughts that they're recycling are not good thoughts. Right. So I suppose it is that time to kind of think about taking a break. Oh, yeah. It sure is. <laughs> I know yes. we're into this conversation, so, but I think we better take a break. Okay. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Remember the essential fatty acids called DHA are very important for the brain and the retina. The brain's approximately 60% fat and at least 40% of that is DHA. Mm-hmm. So for brain health and for eye health, we often recommend 400 to 1,200 milligrams of DHA per day. DHA 200 comes in small, easy-to-swallow, sw- easy soft gel. And for children, we have liquid DHA. So if you have questions about ADHD, call us at 651-641-1071. If you live with digestive problems, it's not just miserable, it's embarrassing. You might even find it tough to tell your doctor about your gas, bloating, heartburn, constipation, or diarrhea. The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness understand no one wants to talk tummy trouble, but that can keep you suffering. So they've come up with a brilliant solution, an online version of the popular gut reaction class. That's right, online. You won't sit in a group or even leave home. 
You'll learn about foods that trigger digestive discomfort and how to restore intestinal balance. You'll learn how to get rid of bloating, stop heartburn, and relieve constipation and diarrhea. But it's all done privately when it's convenient for you. You know the old saying, you're only as sick as your secrets. If you're ready to heal and give up those digestive aids advertised on TV, this is the class for you. Register for Gut Reactions online at weightandwellness.com or call for information at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. You know, if you have a wedding coming up as I do... Oh, yes, you do. Yes, I do. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Actually, May 31st, so we're on the... What? It's uh, not that I'm counting, but I think it's 84 days. Uh, You are. (laughs) I am. I actually have a paper chain. Somebody made me one. I thought it was cute. Um, And so anyways, if you want to look your best, you know, let me suggest our Nutrition for Weight Loss program starting March 25th, and it's for 12 weeks. So you may ask, what will I get in the Nutrition for Weight Loss program? Well, it's actually a 12 12 one-hour classes, and it's just chock full of information and support. Plus, what's really, really neat about it is that you get a two-hour individual consultation with one of the nutritionists or a dietitian, really with the goal of that being to address your personal challenges. You know, so we talk about things in the class, but when you can sit down with somebody, that's really, that's fantastic for people. Yes, helpful. You know, so the fee is $399, and, you know, you can split it into payments if needed. So let's get out of this winter comfort food routine. Mm-hmm. People are in that one. They are. Definitely. And let's get ready for spring. You know, it's March. So call us at 651-699-3438 for details, or you can actually go to our website at weightandwellness.com. It's a great class. So before we went on break, we were talking about the three different kinds of types of uh, and reasons for ADHD. Mm-hmm. Yes. So here's something that's kind of interesting. Many researchers have found a genetic connection to ADHD. And some research shows that at least 50% of children with ADHD have a grandparent who had an alcohol addiction problem. That's a very interesting point. So that is my interesting. guess that, you know, we were talking earlier about somewhere around 6 to 10% of Children with ADD in mm-hmm, classrooms. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know I made the comment and I thought about it when, when I wrote that is I think it's higher. I think but it's I higher. But I think in Minnesota it is higher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we have a higher level of alcohol addiction mm-hmm. in Minnesota. So it's kind of an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. And so, connected dopamine. Yes, no doubt. it is. So an observation I've made is that both children and adults with ADD have a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yes. We see that a lot, and it seems that their brain is constantly in a state of anxiety. Yes. I thought it's Joanne, very difficult to get through the day for people like that. I thought that was a very interesting point you taught when we were talking about what we were going to talk about this morning. Yes. That was something that you shared with me as a new, kind of a new thought, that, that undercurrent of yes. anxiety that people with ADHD have. Yes, and oh. I'd been re- I'd been reading about that and researching it, and once I did, I realized that that was a lot of what my daughter was struggling with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very connected. You know, the standard of care for people with ADHD is to you know give them a stimulant type of medication such as Ritalin. Yes, right. we mm-hmm. see that. You know, typically pediatricians prescribe Ritalin or some other type of stimulant drug. 
for nine out of ten children with ADHD. Oh, right? that's so amazing. It's, it's just right. the standard of care. You know, here's some Ritalin, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So we know that for many children, there are side effects. And I know as parents, they talk mm-hmm. about this all the time. Yes. Kids have frequent headaches, stomach aches. Mm-hmm. They lose their appetite. Right. Here, this is another interesting one. A greater frequency of ticks mm-hmm. in 34% of the children that have these stimulant-type drugs. Yes. Wow. They have sleep problems. Yes. yes. They have more depression. Yes. And again, more anxiety. And the worst part of that is so often the meds don't work for some people. Mm-hmm. And the well, sleep problems are terrible. If we look at really the different interfere. kinds of, of uh, ADD, right. of course they are not going to work exactly. for everyone. So many parents today are looking for a different answer. I believe if we can help to reduce the anxiety and calm the brain, we can help many children and adults feel better, function much better. So we like to look to nutrition. Yes. It's kind of our favorite thing to do. Absolutely. <laughs> so a couple of nights ago, a lady in the class, this is her, she said, my arthritis in my hands went away when I gave up pop. Right. You know, she said, the swelling, the inflammation went away when I stopped drinking soda. Yes. yes. So for yes. her, getting rid of that sugar in that soda stopped the inflammation in her joints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But doesn't it make sense that if a child or an adult, if they have ADHD, they shouldn't be drinking soda? Right. Uh-huh. You know, so that's still another form of inflammation is in the brain. So it is soda, whether it is sugar soda or diet soda can create an inflammatory response in both the body, so our joints, you know, or elsewhere, or in the brain. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as a parent, you may want to eliminate soda, juice, chocolate milk even, and other high-sugar foods to help reduce the anxiety level in the brain so your child can feel more comfortable and a lot less anxious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know for myself, if I want to have less anxiety and feel better, I've and, and really have better focus, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you know, less anxiety and better focus. I eat a breakfast that supports a calm and focused brain. You know, I can tell you, I don't eat pancakes. No. Or cereal. Or oatmeal. Right. Or Pop-Tarts. Or waffles. <laughs> because, frankly, I would feel awful. I'd feel tense. And I know my blood pressure would go up. Yes. Right. And so would my irritability. Now, it may stay under there, but it wouldn't be there. You know, I'd get stuck in a crabby mood. Mm -hmm. So what do I eat? I eat a bacon and eggs and some vegetables, or maybe I'll have a turkey burger and some vegetables, or maybe I'll just have a beef burger with no bun. Right. I'd like to have black beans and a little salsa. I mean, all these are good ideas for breakfast. Those are great ideas for breakfast. You know, it's really amazing. Like, we've, we've made that connection where we eat balanced and we eat the good foods mm-hmm. and then if we if there is any other of those foods we can feel a difference in our body we can oh, feel definitely. a difference in our brain like you were saying you don't eat those foods because you know how you'd feel i know right exactly it's it's not good you know so this is this is the question i get a lot from parents bringing their kids in with add um mm-hmm. how can i get my kids to eat this way you know i don't know if little johnny's gonna give up their pancake yes you know they they love that food so Let's kind of problem solve here. Let's what what can we do to give them foods that they'd actually enjoy to eat mm-hmm. for breakfast? So, what about organic sweet potato fries with bacon? 
and eggs. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. really good. Yeah. You know, or maybe even like organic hash browns and meatballs, you know, made with beef and rice. You know, or if they didn't want that, how about a plate full of fruit pieces, cheese cubes, and nitrate-free salami, and even like some avocados and carrot sticks. All of it, you could just, you know, almost pierce it with a toothpick, so it's almost like a little party for breakfast, right? I that think that's a it, great idea. Yeah, it makes it a lot more fun. <laughs> right. As nutritionists and dietitians, we're not sure why it's happening, but more and more people are becoming sensitive to many products that contain grains, and they contain gluten, especially wheat. You know, that's kind of an interesting thing, Joy. Yeah, They are becoming more sensitive, aren't People they? People are a lot more sensitive. These grain products such as cereal, bagels, waffles, bread, muffins, and cookies mm-hmm. can cause an anti-inflammatory, in, I'm sorry, an inflammatory response in both the body and the brain. And when that inflammation occurs in the body, we get achy. Yes, we do. When that inflammation is in our brain, we lose our focus. And we hear about brain fog a lot. You know, it's kind of interesting, Joanne, you know, just kind of because I, I, people probably can hear that I've got a little bit of a cold going right. on this morning. Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> and as I was walking up the stairs to the studio, I even said to you, gee, I can even feel it in my knees. Right. <laughs> well, so it's inflammation from the virus in my knees. And yes. I know that I don't have the same focus that I typically would have on a day-to-day basis. Of course. Because that. I have a little inflammation in my brain, obviously. Right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> That's a really good, good point. So when we have that stuff, it's pretty easy to get anxious, isn't it? It is. Yes. It yes. is. And for kids, mm-hmm. it's really hard when they're sitting there. Yes. It's hard for them to learn. It Absolutely. is. Absolutely. It is. You know, so for most children with ADHD school lunches, they, you know, they really need to go. Mm-hmm. You really have to pack a real food lunch, real food, not lunchables, some meat, vegetables, fruits, lots of real fats, avocados, olives, almond butter, you know, and cream cheeses. So I think this is a great yes. place to take a break because Absolutely. I think people are going to say, oh, how do I get my kid to do that? Yes, that's, a, <laughs> that's great. Yes. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And we're discussing how nutrition can help your child's ADHD symptoms. So I'm really pleased to announce that on March 28th through the 30th, we will be teaching our Weight and Wellness Weekend Series at our North Oaks location. You know, this is a great way to get continuing education credits. You know, this is information that will support your job, but I think even more important, it will support your personal health. Come for the weekend. We actually provide an organic lunch. Mm-hmm. We have yes. provide snacks. We have six wonderful teachers, a copy of your new of our new weight and wellness way cookbook, mm-hmm. and uh, will that will be included? We've got a great manual of life changing information. So it's a great time to come. Our number is six five one six nine nine three four three eight, or you can go online at weightandwellness.com and sign up. So if you live in Chicago, or maybe New York, or even Duluth, or St. Cloud, <laughs> all over, or Salt Lake Anywhere. City, I talked to a lady in Salt Lake City last night. So a great opportunity to come get inspired, get your health ins- inspiration back again. Yes. Yes. So we'll take a break now. Well, welcome back to Nutrition. You know, changing your eating habits is not easy. 
it takes the correct information. And while we know what we see is everyone thinks they're a nutrition expert because they eat. Oh, yes, we hear that one all the time. <laughs> we do. You know, it also takes planning and it takes commitment and it also takes support. And of course, you know, during this process, people will face roadblocks. You know, things like weddings come weddings, up. Weddings, 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 weddings. weddings. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Graduations, hockey games, retirement parties. Yes. So what we do is we actually help you avoid or manage those roadblocks so you can feel your best. You know, so for an individual consultation, give us a call at 651-699-3438. It really isn't as scary as you may think. You know, we often hear laughter coming out of the offices. I know we do. That's fun. (laughs) That's always fun. We want to have fun. So if you have a sinus problem, tune in next week as we share how your food choices Maybe causing your sinus congestions and headaches. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. <laughs> so if you have questions today, uh, give us a call at 651-641-1071. And we were starting to talk. Oh, you want to take a caller? We okay. do have a caller. We do All have right. a caller. All right. Thank you. That's great. So. Welcome so. to Dishing Up Nutrition, Julie. Do you have a question? Hi. Um, no, I don't have a question. I was just listening and um, our daughter went through um, some counseling with Kathy. Mm-hmm. She has, oh, that's had ADHD, or, I don't know, HD, ADD, and, and as a result, anxiety as, as part of that whole package like you were talking about. Yes. Um, and we saw Cassie, and it was, it's, been a, it's been a process over several years, but, um, you know, we changed, like you said, taking out the pop, um, really eating good, make them eat a good, healthy protein and a carbohydrate, like a fruit every morning with breakfast and eggs mm-hmm. or oatmeal yes. or something, right? So we gave up all the cereal. Um, we gave up pop. Um, and she's off um, her ADD medication. Wow. And um, wow. you know, she's doing really well. But, I mean, it's been a process over time. It does take it. It does. It does take time. But she's 15 now, and she's... Um, you know, finishing up junior high, and she's doing really well. But, I mean, it's definitely made a difference. And I would say supplements um, are really important. So we started taking magnesium and vitamin D and um, the DHA, like you talk about. So, I mean, she's off all of that medication now. So not that she's perfect because she's a a kid and she's a teenager. (laughs) She She makes better choices for sure. And it's definitely, I mean... It's just such a blessing that we were able to kind of get away from those medications. So we're grateful. Oh, thank you for that. That's wonderful. We, I mean, that's what we do this for. Mm-hmm. Yes. We love to see this mm-hmm. be successful. And we, and we understand that it isn't really easy every day and right. takes a lot of planning, but you're doing a fantastic job. And it takes yeah. a lot of time, Yeah, as you said. But it's going to make time. It, it does take time. I plan. I plan everything in advance during the week, and we're up in the morning. We're packing lunches, and yep. it does take time. But you know, it's uh, it, it pays off. Mm-hmm. It's a, a short term plan for a long term benefit. So, thank yes. you all. You do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Great. So, should we? Are we going to take more callers, or no? We're going to just go right back to talking more about what we've been talking about. Yes. yes. So we were talking about. I think as we kind of finished up, we were talking yes. about. Kind of real food. Yes, we were talking about real food and how to get kids to do this. So, you know, another piece about real food, really important about real food, is real fat. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important for brain function because the brain 
is made up of 60 to 70 percent fat. So sometimes I joke in my classes and I'm like, you know, so if somebody calls you a fathead, that's actually kind of a compliment. Yes. We want lots of fat in our brain. Yes, we do. Yes. 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 So most of this fat is an essential fat uh, and it's called DHA. So your next question might actually be, what foods should I feed my child to increase this good essential DHA in the brain? I think right there, that's an interesting thought Mm -hmm. for people to think that there might be something they could eat that would actually increase this brain fat. Yes. Right. And that's what we're hoping to do. Make people's brains kind of churn here. You know, so that is a good question. How can we increase that DHA in the brain with our food? So organic egg yolk is very high in DHA fat, and it's delicious. Salmon, sardines, and grass-fed beef are all high in DHA fat. Those are easy foods to eat. They are. And we also recommend supplementing with DHA. We often start with 1,200 milligrams of DHA a day for a few weeks, four to six weeks, to support the brain functions. DHA comes from algae and is harvested in very cold water and handled very carefully because it's fragile and can become easily damaged. It's the oil squeezed out of the algae. I think that's another interesting thing for people to realize, that there's actually oil Mm -hmm. in algae. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they go into very, very cold areas, like, you know, the fjords in Norway, Mm -hmm. to harvest this algae, Mm -hmm. and then they turn it into DHA. Yes. And it matches up to our brain. Right. Helps it helps. You know, so what DHA actually do does is it helps the receptors in the brain almost receive messages. So focus um, in people can occur. Our cell receptors are made up of DHA fat and they work much better when they are well oiled. So many parents and I think um, they're really on this nutrition path and they're starting to feed just like this lady that called in. Right. Feeding meat, eggs, mm-hmm. vegetables, cooked in butter. And one of you needs to continue here. Yes. And packing <laughs> lunches and snacks so his or her blood sugar stays balanced. You know, most kids really do need to eat every two to two and a half hours for blood sugar balance. And we really see this with kids. You know, balanced blood sugar is very important. Because you know what happens to you when you haven't eaten. And I think we see this a lot in clients. I'll actually ask this question to clients. You know, how do you feel if you haven't eaten for a while? You know, what happens is they'll get kind of shaky. They'll get irritable. And really what's happening is they're having a low blood sugar. You know, Mm -hmm. so for kids, if they're having a low blood sugar, they'll lose focus. They'll become irritable. And they'll have that anxiety that you were talking about earlier, Joanne. Right. So exactly What a child or adult has when their blood sugar drops is no glucose in the brain. And it results in an unhappy, anxious, stuck child or adult. So eating for blood sugar balance is very important. So if you or your child struggles with ADHD, we have basic recommendations about foods to eat and foods to avoid. If you're a fast food family, we suggest rethinking that one. How does fast food affect the brain? Many, many ways. Yes. Most fast food contains trans fats, refined oils. Those block cell receptors. Yes, they do. And that's really interesting because we were kind of talking about this. The, the foods that you, you eat, that we eat, will one, one way or the other incorporate themselves into our brains, into our membranes. 
So if if people are eating foods like the egg yolks that's high in DHA, that's going to create essentially a, a well-oiled brain. But if people right. are eating the fast food that contains the trans fats and the refined oils, right. that I mean essentially that our body will absorb that and it will block the receptors. Right. It's it's really amazing. You know, so most fast food contains food chemicals. Yep. So that way it stays fresh longer. You know, other things like food chemicals, preservatives, dyes, colors, sugar, artificial flavors, all of those things that really aren't real food products, those can easily overstimulate the brain and lead to hyperactivity and anxiety. Right. You know, it's convenient. We know that fast food is convenient, Mm -hmm. but it puts your child in a state of anxiety. And you really have to ask yourself, is it really worth the convenience? You know, maybe you need to start thinking, I should be just cooking a burger and a baked potato or a little bit of sweet potato at home, right? Right. So. It's pretty easy, and actually it's probably less time Yes, leaving yeah. the house. Right. So we often think of food as a powerful and positive drug. Most people with ADD do best on a higher protein and lower processed carbs diet. Yes. Researchers from Holland found that putting children on a diet that eliminated the gluten grains, dairy products, sugar bad fats, and soy reduce the ADHD symptoms by 50%. So I think probably we should slide into our break. That's lots of things going on. We do. It's a busy morning. (laughs) You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and we're discussing how, how you can use nutrition to manage ADHD symptoms. We realize that often as a child or teenager or even an adult, you may not want to stop drinking soda or reduce your chips or sugar. <laughs> that's for sure. Even However, adults. <laughs> that's where we come in. As nutritionists, we have great ideas for healthy substitutions, and we can help you make that transition. We can support mom and dad with information and support you so you can help your child function in a more productive manner. So call us for an appointment at 651-699-3438. Want to bring the great information you hear each week on Dishing Up Nutrition to your workplace? Well, you can. Nutritional Weight and Wellness teaches classes at companies all over the Twin Cities. Whether your office is large or small, they have a class that's right for you. Choose a popular lunch and learn class, such as Foods for Great Energy, Stress Busting Foods, or the Food Mood Connection. Longer classes like Nutrition for Memory and Focus are perfect for wellness days. These fun and formative classes help you make good nutrition choices at work and at home. What happens? when you and your co-workers eat healthier foods. Employees notice increased energy, focus, and stable moods. Employers notice less absenteeism, higher productivity, and improved management of chronic conditions. A healthy workplace leads to healthier, happier employees. Plus, it's easier to make good choices or lose weight with the support of co-workers. To bring nutrition classes to your office, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you want more information about kind of this topic, we have a great ADHD class scheduled. It's the Food Connection to ADD, ADHD, ADHD. And actually, it's today, Saturday, March 8th at 10 a.m. So throw you're, on your clothes. You, and... Throw on your clothes, throw on the shoes. <laughs> you have an hour. <laughs> it's in YZ. So give us a call, 651-699-3438 to sign up. Um, and we really want to thank the listeners and staff at Twin Oaks Middle School in Prior Lake for listening today. 
You know, we hope this information has been valuable for all staff working with ADHD students. We want school to be a productive and positive experience, really, for every child. So before break, we were talking about the study that said that basically when they eliminated gluten grains, Mm -hmm. dairy Mm -hmm. products, sugar, bad fats, and soy, it actually reduced the symptoms of ADHD Mm -hmm. by 50%. Yes. Yeah. And there's a, a really amazing. key word in that, that phrase, in that study, eliminated. You know, so <laughs> yeah, right. that's the piece is, is reducing might help. help. It'll help. But really eliminating is going to be the best way to see the results. Yeah. So even if it's a trial of at least six weeks, to just eliminate those foods to see, to see the difference. Right. You know, we found there are some general recommendations then about food. But as there are many different kinds of ADHD and many different food sensitivities, it's really best to work individually with one of our nutritionists and dietitians at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, for instance, I've even had children sensitive to apples. I know, and people yes. just kind of, that kind of blows people away. It does. Apples. Right. Apples, right? You know, Even but, organic apples. Yeah, even organic That's apples. That's common, though. But it certainly is more common to be sensitive to things like soda or sugar or bad fats or milk or food chemicals or gluten grains. You know, so really what we're saying is that cereal and milk may not be a good choice for your child for breakfast. So, you know, yes, to reduce anxiety and support brain function, parents may need to make changes in their family's diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It is a lot mm-hmm. of work. But but we yeah. really believe it's well worth it to see improvement in your child's ability to function. You know, and like like anything, once we change our behavior and we change just kind of what we do, it becomes easier over time. Yes. Right. You know? You know, I think this lady that called in that said it's really important to do the food. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's also really important to do the supplements. Yes. So yeah. let's get into like some supplement talk. Um, there are some that are actually very useful. So if your child is the child that lacks focus, the kind of daydreaming, spacey, that kind of tells us that he or she may be low in the neurotransmitter, that brain chemical, dopamine. Mm -hmm. So really important here is eggs and meat are the foods to eat to make dopamine. So that's all you have to do is feed them a lot of eggs and meat through the day, several times a day. Yes, And you're increasing the dopamine. You are. So the food plan is extremely important, but if you need additional help, another supplement you can try is to make the dopamine is tyrosine. Mm -hmm. We often suggest one or two capsules before breakfast and lunch. Tyrosine helps to support school performance, plus it helps to make a happier child. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Dopamine is happy. Yes. It's happy. (laughs) Superman, superwoman. (laughs) Yes. For the ADH person that is hyperactive, impulsive, bouncing off the walls, <laughs> you know, that person needs a supplement to calm the brain. And I personally would look to a supplement to increase serotonin and GABA, mm-hmm. and those are both neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. So I would look at 5-HTP, which is a form of tryptophan, and GABA. You know, I would also use a B vitamin called inositol, and that calms the brain. And we have a great product that's called Sentinel, which comes in a powder and it contains some magnesium glycinate, which is calming. Yeah, very calming. It is. And a lot of inositol. And it's in a powder. So you just mix it in a little yes. bit of water and drink it. Easy yes. for kids to take. Yes, easy for kids to take. 
you know, so this is interesting because we're taking different kinds of ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you or your child has over-focused ADHD. So this person may be inflexible, really trouble shifting from one activity to another. Maybe they have recycled negative thoughts. Maybe they hold a grudge. They can be argumentative. You know, when asked to move from one activity to another, this is often seen, again, in families with alcoholisms or other addiction problems. Now, these people tend to do best on supplements like the 5-HTP or even St. John's Ward because that increases serotonin. So that's a couple of different options for people. And interestingly, these people also need some tyrosine Mm -hmm. to increase dopamine. So they're almost in need of both dopamine and serotonin. Mm -hmm. And they need to eat maybe just a little bit more carbohydrate at each meal. So, you know, they they can have some rice and quinoa or black black beans. beans. Yeah. Yeah. And so if they have that with, you know, their meat and some greens, they're doing great. So here's an idea. Putting wild rice in their salad along with four ounces of meat. And you know what? I started weighing my meat again this week. Yes. That's a great idea. And you know what? We never eat enough of no, it. No, that is, that is the point. When we say weigh, weigh it out, it's because we're not eating enough. Yes. Absolutely. And, you know, I think you certainly need healthy fats in that salad, like avocado and mm-hmm. some oil. Right. And that would all help support the production of dopamine and serotonin. Yes. So those are kind of interesting things as we look at. Sure, I think if we have enough time to right. take a call. Yeah, we can take okay. a call. All right. That would be great. So. Hello, Cindy. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question? Hi, Cindy. How about that? Um, LG oil, is that DHA or DHEA? No, DHA. DHA, yeah. It's DHA. an oil. Okay. So um, if you just eat algae, I mean, is, or is it, I mean, is, can you get the oil from the algae? No, or it, it, you can't um, because you, you can't eat enough algae to get enough oil. So they really have to go through that process of squeezing it out. And there's only one company in the world that makes that, and it's called Neuromins. And so it always has to come from a company, and often they'll have it on the label. Or, you know, Neuromins is the company that has a patent on this process. Mm-hmm. So you have Very to have the real. Yes, yeah. it is. It is fascinating. Yeah. It is. Okay. Well, thank you. Sure. Very good. Bye-bye. Thank Very you. Good. Yeah, good questions all about this ADHD. Yeah, that's great. You know, so really helping to rebalance brain chemistry is a science, and it may take several appointments with a nutritionist. It might. I mean, Mm -hmm. because it's not easy to make these changes as a family. Right. And it's also sometimes as we're working with people, we have to, we really have to work with that child's brain. Yes. Right. To help them reduce that inflammation and anxiety mm-hmm. and get to the, so that they're functioning the best. Yes. That's so right. it really does take that targeted approach. It does. Um, yeah. So, you know, food, food, exercise. Yes. <laughs> and supplements. Yes. Can all make a real difference, but there has to be a willingness yes, to make the change. Absolutely. That's kind of the key piece is there has to be a willingness. We can, we can, Lay out the information, but if you're willing, it will make the world of difference. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Katie. Yes, it was a great day. Thank you. Katie. Everyone have a great day. And as we say, change your nutrition. To change change your your life. life.
Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.